Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We want to welcome all listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We pray that you will connect and follow us on our various social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our Google blog. And we hope that you will stay connected and follow us and be a part of the service every Sunday. Amen. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it and be glad in it because God has allowed us to see another day in the new year of 2022. At this time, I'm going to open the prayer line. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. At this time, the prayer line is open. If you need prayer, just press the one. You don't have to give your name. Just give your location and your prayer request. Amen. I don't know about you, but I am so thankful and grateful unto God for all things. We serve a mighty God who is able to do just what he said that he can do. And it's nothing too hard from him. So we just got to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Amen. If you need prayer at this time, you can press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. Just give your a prayer request and your location because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We like to know what part of the world we are touching in the nations, amen, spreading and sharing the gospel all around the world of Jesus Christ, all around the world, amen, to God be the glory. Don't be afraid to ask for prayer, amen, because we all need somebody to pray for us, amen. When the doors open, you need to if you need prayer, amen, even though I do pray for uh, for everyone, I, I want to encourage you to not be afraid of prayer, amen. That's why God had us to do it, to open up the lines for prayer that you may receive prayer, amen. To God be the glory. If you have a prayer request uh, after the service hours, amen, you can inbox me there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and you can leave your prayer request there. Amen. To God be all the glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to keep it moving. Amen. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the stars in my soul. Breath from heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench 
this thirsting in my soul, bread from heaven, feed me till I want no more, fill my cup, fill it up, and make me Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory. And we thank you, Lord, for this day, a day that we never seen before, God. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will fill the cup of the believers all around the world. You know what their needs are, God. And you are the only one that can fill the cup with exactly what our needs are in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Father, we come as humble as we know how. And we ask that you to let your kingdom come and let your will be done in our lives, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would give us our daily bread, oh, God, and help us to forgive those who trespass against us, oh, Lord. And we ask you to deliver us from all temptation and deliver us from evil. Deliver us from our enemies known and unknown unto us. And, Lord, we give you glory and we give you honor because we know that you are able to do all things but fail us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask right now that you will make ways out of no way for your people, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. Don't let them lack for no good thing, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless them like only you can, O oh God. Open up the windows of heaven and pour them down blessings that they do not have room enough to store, God. And no matter what they may go be going through in this present moment, O oh God, We know that you have already made a way of escape, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for allowing us to see this new year, oh, God. And we ask you, Father God, to order our footsteps according to thy holy word, God, in the name of Jesus. For your word declares that the footsteps of a righteous man and woman are ordered by the Lord. So order our footsteps, oh, God. Let your word Guide us. Let your word be a light unto our feet, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Father God, we come against every spirit of division, O oh God, that's trying to operate in marriage, in, in marriages, O oh Father, married home and married love. We pray right now, God, and we come against that spirit of division right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We cast it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. For your word declares, God, in the name of Jesus, let no man put asunder what God has joined together in holy matrimony. That means let no judge, no devil, no Satan, no little devil, no siblings, no sisters, no brothers, no mamas, no daddies, children, no stepchildren, no baby mama drama or daddy mama drama. Whatever it is, God, you said don't let it separate what God has drawn together. We come against that spirit that comes to divide the homes, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. In your godly marriage, the people that you have joined together, we cast that thing back 
where it came from. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we ask you to silence the voice of the whispers that are whispering against your leaders and ministry. Even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to silence the tongues of the whisperers that who gather together against your people. Even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, uh, your word declares, touch not God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we ask you to supply every need, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, of all those in the body of Christ under the sound of my voice right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let them lack for no good thing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let them lose their homes. Let the mortgage payment be paid. Let the rent payment be paid. Let the car payment be paid, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let the cabinets be full of food, their freezers, and their refrigerators, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And even if they have more bills than they have money, God, you're able to give them the finances that they need. Let them trust in you, God, even in these last and evil days, oh God, because there's nothing too hard for God. We serve the mighty, mighty, almighty God, the living God, the owner of all things, the creator of all things, oh God. It's nothing too hard for you, oh God. Help us to keep our faith and focus on Jesus in these last and evil days, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, that you will save souls all around the world. We thank you for the great revivals that is coming forth all through the land for souls. We ask you to get the remnant ready for these revivals even now, Lord, and finances to fund these revivals, God, because it takes money to do these revivals. But we call forth souls right now, Lord, from the north, from the south, from the east, and the west, oh God, to hear what the Lord has to say. Oh, God, we pray right now that they will come home to their father right now, that their soul might be saved. Every prodigal son, every prodigal daughter, every prodigal husband, and every prodigal wife, grandson, and granddaughter, bring them home, bring them home, hold God, in their right mind, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. Let not one believer, not one, have any form of fear, God, in the name of Jesus. We come against that spirit of fear that's being cast all through airwaves and all through radio and all through TV and people just in conversation and the street committees. We come against that spirit of fear and we cast it back where it came from because God has not given us a spirit of fear but a power and love and a sound mind. Oh, God, let us walk in your soundness of your mind even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory. We call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. To God be all the glory. The message today will come from 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. Amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 44, and the word of God reads, and the Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will spite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. 
that all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and a spear. For the battle is the Lord, and he will give you unto our hand. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drove nigh to meet David, that David haste and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took then a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fleed. Amen. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter and read the chapter before Amen as well and the chapter after Amen so you can get an understanding of the word of God and what God is saying in the word unto the church, his church in this hour. The title of the message today is Giants Do Fall. Giants Do Fall. The Bible just said unto us that David had a song and a slingshot, and when he slung the stone at the giant, it hit Goliath in the middle of his head, and he fell to the earth. Here in this chapter, David was sent by his father, Jesse. He was sent to the army to take some food and uh, some cheese and some other things unto the army. Well, David, let's talk a little bit about David before we go there. David was anointed, and he was anointed by Samuel, and he was anointed to be the king, and David really was not the one that was chosen uh, by others to be the king. A matter of fact, when God had sent Samuel to to do the anointing, Jesse had brought all of his eight sons, and David being the youngest one, he was the one that kept the sheep. He was the, the sheep keeper, if we can say it that way. And so after um, Samuel and, and, and Jesse had brought out a son, and Samuel said, well, do you have another son? Uh, and he said, yeah, I, I got one, the younger one. He out there tending to the sheep. How many of you know that God does not choose who we think ought to be anointed to do his work? or to do whatever he is calling you and I to do. And the Bible goes on to tell us in this chapter that that the, the Philistine had a champion. His name was Goliath. He was, they were big giants. Goliath was a big, big giant. He had all this 
armor on, and the Bible tells us that he taunted, if I can say it the way, he taunted the people for like 40, 40 days, and the, the Saul and the army of Israel, they were afraid of Goliath. They were shaking in, in the boots. And you know, Goliath, the word tells us he was he was a, a warrior, and, and he had been fighting all of his youth, so he was used to being the winner. He was used to doing the things that he did. But this time, when Goliath came, he came uh, and defiled the army of the living God. He defiled the army. He placed so much fear that they were afraid to fight him. He, he was asking them, y'all, y'all send somebody out. I, I want y'all to send somebody. Y'all choose a man that I can fight. And so, you know, Saul and them were so afraid of this giant. You know, some of us got some giants around us, and they 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 uh been around us for a while, and they want to cast fear on you because they want you to be afraid of them and who they think they are. And I said, think they are. They think they got the power. They think they got the authority. They think they got the victory. But the Bible says that David had the victory. You know, a lot of times when we are in a battle, whether it be a a spiritual battle or whether we're in that physical battle, and, and, and we have to realize that God is with us. That's why the word tells us, for this battle is the Lord. The battle that David was about to fight was a battle of the Lord. You know, sometimes when people come at you, whoever your giants are, they come at you, but they're not really fighting you, if I could put it that way. And I don't want to confuse you, but really they're fighting the God in you because they don't like that spirit of God in you. So they want to fight you. They want to torment you. They they want to control you. They want to harm you, just like Goliath thought that he was going to do to the children of Israel and, and, and David, you know, but you can't defy the army of God, the living God. Now, them little G gods, you might can do anything you want to. But we're talking about the living God, the almighty God. And you cannot win a battle against God. You are surely to fall. If you rise up against him, nor are his people, his prophets, his evangelists, those who anointed the army of God, you shall surely fall. Giants do fall. And we see in the word of God that Goliath fell and Goliath did not get back up. Because, see, David said to, said to this giant because, you know, David heard what he was doing and how he was taunting the people and, 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 and defying the arm of God. And that's why David says, um, who is this uncircumcised Philistine defying the army of God? Now, David himself was just a 14 years old. He was just a little boy, but he had so much faith. I believe that David's faith was fearless. He did not fear the giants. And the reason I believe why he didn't fear the giants is because when he was in the valley, God taught David how to fight. 
David knew how to fight the lions and the bears. He knew how to fight them because he was in the valley, and he knew what God could do because God had trained him in the valley. You know, sometimes you are in the valley, in the valley, and you have a valley experience. That means you're going through some stuff, and God is teaching you what He can do, what He will do, and God showed David in the valley that He could do all things, but fail him in the valley, because David was the one that was tending the sheep down in the valley. He tells Saul in the story that how he defeated the lions and the bear when the sheep was in his mouth, and how he, you know, killed them and everything. So we have to realize that giants do fall, and we have to know how to fight. And we have to learn how to fight. And if we don't know how to fight, we need to ask God to teach me how to fight. Teach my hands to fight. Teach my fingers to walk. That my arm may break a bow of steel. Help me to learn how to fight. Fight with the word of God. We got to learn how to fight in the with the word of God in these last and evil days. We got to learn how to fight because God don't need no weak soldiers. We got to be willing to stand. Now, here was David. Um, in this situation, he was sent to bring whatever he was bringing, the food and all those different things. And the army was so afraid. And David was a little boy, I would say 14, but he had enough courage and willing to stand alone to fight a giant. You know, sometime on our Christian journey, we're going to face many giants. And they're going to be taller. They're going to be bigger. They're going to be, it's going to seem like it's more in number. And you're going to be standing alone. But I want you to know that you're not alone. It may seem that you're alone, but you're not alone because God is always with you, just as he was with David. David had the victory because God was with him. David had so much faith, even as a child. You know, sometimes we have to have that childlike faith. And we got to believe God, to know that God will protect us when we are among our enemies. And he will do that. God will protect us. He will lead us and he guide us. We ought not to be afraid. Don't be a fearful of your haters, your enemies, for, for God is with you just like he was with David. You know, the battle is not yours, you know, and when you own that place or you in that battlefield and you see and you face your giant, you know, know that God God is always with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to leave you out there to fail. We got to trust God. And no matter what come our way, we got to learn, trust God, and have faith in God. You know, the word of God tells us, and you can go back in Hebrews and read it. So I think it's uh, Hebrews 11 chapter, and you can go back and read it. And it talks at verses 32 to 34, Hebrews 11, 32 34, and it talks about how through faith, kingdom was subdued, uh, wrath of righteousness, they attained the promise, they stopped the mouths of the lion, they quenched the violence of fire, they escaped the edges of swords out of weakness, wickedness, 
uh, weakness where and they were made strong in in spite because because of their faith. You know, it takes faith to stand alone, to face your giant. And, you know, and no matter how big they are, how tall they are, giants do fall. You got to trust God and know that God is our man of war, and he will fight for us. We have to believe in God, just as David believed in God. David believed that even though this giant told David, now the giant told David what he was going to do to David. He told David what he was going to do to him. And, you know, David, he's standing up, and I'm just, this is not in word, but just me saying that he's standing up, that he's listening to this giant and what he said he's going to do to him. But David knew his God, and he knew the power of his God, and he knew the might of his God. And he knew that God would keep him. You know, sometimes your enemy come, and they tell you what they're going to do to you. But I want you to stand in faith. And I want you to stand even if you got to stand alone. You know, it's easy to stand with a crowd. But when you got to stand alone in a battle, all by yourself. You know, sometimes people say, well, I'm going to be with you through thick and thin. I'm going to be with you in the battle. I'm going to be with you through the storm and the rain. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you through the fire. As soon as the battle comes, they don't flee. They don't went the other way. They shaking in their boots. And they're not going to help you. And there you are standing alone. You got to learn how to fight. And you got to learn how to fight. And you cannot be fearful because the enemy know when you are afraid. And David had no fear. Now, when the giant came to, Goliath came to David, as I said earlier, he told him what he was going to do to him. But David said, you know, you come with your spears and your gavel. He said, but I come. I come in the name of the Lord. So when you come and you face your giant, you come in the name of the Lord. Don't come in your own self, in your own flesh, because the enemy will beat you down. But if you come in the name of the Lord and you come prayed up and you got on your armor, you got on your shield of faith, and you know the truth, and you come in righteousness. You know, God says he will keep us. And he tells us no weapon that is formed against us, it shall not prosper. And every tongue that's risen up against us shall be condemned. See, David knew that God was with him, even in the valley, because they were actually in the, in the valley. Goliath and and the Philistine was on one side of the valley, on the mountain, and David, David and the army of Israel and Saul was on the other side, on the right side, on the mountain. But somewhere, Saul, as the leader, had lost his faith. I mean it. It seemed like he had no faith because they all was a whole army, and they were the army of God, and they were afraid. And the sad thing to me was is that they were willing to send a 14-year-old boy alone to fight a giant that was twice his size. 
So what they tell us? That people will leave us alone in the battle when we need them the most. But God will never leave us nor forsake us no matter what we're going through in life. No matter what giant you stand before, you don't care who they are, no care what their last name is. Giants do fall, and they fall hard. David did not come with the 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 armor that Goliath had. He was covered, and I'm pretty sure that he thought because he had been a champion, he had met the right one. God had allowed the right one to go into the place to go into battle. Do you know God was seeing? people in that he know that will stand, a stand, if they got to stand alone for Jesus, if they got to stand alone for God, he will send people into a place where giants are in the giant's land, and the giant will be defeated, the giants will fall, and they shall fall in Jesus' name, because God will send people in that will believe him just as David believed in the Lord, to give him, the head of the giant. God will send people in that will stand, no matter what coming against them. Now, some of us are around some giants, hmm. but God's glory is going to be shown. That's why you're there. Because they done did everything in the power to harm you, to kill you, to destroy you, to poison you. They done did everything that they most possibly can do. But they can't do it. Because you can't kill what God anointed to live. Not God's anointed. And do his prophet no harm. David was God anointed. You don't come against the army of God. You don't come against a prophet of God. Male nor female. You don't come against a prophet. Don't do it. Don't come against God's prophet or his prophetess or his anointed. Don't come against the church of God. Do not defile the church of God, nor his people. It is not good. Giants do fall by the hand of the living God. You can't destroy what God has anointed to live. Now, we see that Goliath thought that he was going to destroy the people of God. Oh, he had a lot of confidence in his own self. But he didn't know the God that they served. He didn't know the living God. And when David come, it looked like David was all by himself. And by himself, the Lord was by himself. God wants us to see in the story of David and Goliath that he is able to defeat every giant in our life. There's nothing too hard for him. The battle is already won. Jesus already won the battle for us. We ought not to be shaking in our boots because the enemy come to cast fear. Why he want to cast fear? Because he wants you to be afraid. They want you to be afraid of them. And who they think they are. God will defeat your enemy. And whatever evilness that the enemy is doing towards you, God will turn it around for your good. Now, I can read about David and Goliath. 
you know, and he just looked down on David as David was nothing. But to me, David was a boy. Why would a man this size want to fight a child? Why would Saul allow a child to fight a giant? Why did the whole army allow David to fight this giant? They all sitting up on the hill and did not move until they saw the giant fall. I tell you, we got to get it right, body of Christ. Believers, we got to come together. We got to stop leaving others alone. See, when the enemy comes, the enemy comes correct. And when they come at a believer, they come at you from the north, from the south, and the east, and the west. Because, see, they got a strategic plan, and that's to make you fall. We as believers, we must come together in one accord. We got to get it right. We should never be fighting another believer. Something is wrong if we're fighting other believers instead of the enemy. That's a distraction. And that's a spirit of division that is operating. So we got to get it right. We got to start praying for the people in the body of Christ. We got to come together as one. We are the army of God. We got to fight for one another. We got to stand with one another. We got to come together in prayer to not be standing alone. When we have the body of Christ, the believers of Christ, we should be together as one on one accord. There's no reason for none of us to fall when God has given us all authority and dominion under, over the enemy. But we won't come correct. You'll never see the enemy that don't come correct. When they come at you, they're going to come at you at all sides. And that's the way Goliath was. Goliath knew his army. I bet you they had the shields drawn and everything to fight the army of God. And then they were sitting on the hill, and you can see it for yourself. Ain't God let you see it. You had one, one, this David, this boy, fighting a whole, this army in Goliath. While the rest of the children of Israel, the army of God, sitting up on this hill, and Saul as the leader, being that he was shaking in his boot, everybody else was shaking in their boot. Instead of them coming down, fight with him. So I said, well, go. And let the Lord be with you. That's all he said. Why? Because he already thought he was defeated. Because he said to David, you know, you can't, you can't fight against Goliath, the giant, because he's a champion. And he's been a, a, a been a warrior from his youth. But David had faith. And it was a fearless faith. He had faith and confidence and trust in God to know that if God can deliver him down in the valley, God can deliver him in this valley. No matter who your enemies are, giants do fall. And we just got to get in our place of authority. People of God. We got to get in our place, right places with God. 
Because all of this is flashing that comment, and it's everywhere. That's to get you off point and not doing what we need to do. We got to pray for one another. We got to come together in prayer. Bible says when two or three come together and agree, we got to pray. We got to know how to fight. We got to have. We got to have our silver face on every day. And we need to be walking in right and truth. And we need to know the word of God. How can we pray if we don't know the word? We need to pray the word. And know that no matter who your giants are, I don't care if they're in the church house. I don't care if they're on your job. I don't care if it's in your family. Giants do fall. But we got to stand in faith and we got to stand alone. We got to have that faith. We got to be full of God's faith to know that the battle's already won. We're being defeated because we are not standing. Why are we shaking in our boots when God has given us power and authority over the enemy, dominion over them? We got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. David did not have a physical sword in his hand. He had none of the things that Goliath had, but he had Jesus. He had God with him, that spirit of God that gave him the victory. We got to get it right because the battle is already won. You're going to have a battle every day. If you are truly who you say you are in God every day, you're going to have to learn how to fight. You got to learn how to pray. You got to read your word. Don't leave your house without reading the word. Learn how to fight. Have that confidence that no matter what giants stand before you, no matter what that giant say to you, and I don't know who your giants are, but we all got some. We all got giants in our lives. But giants do fall. And God let us in the word of God that Goliath fell. And not only that, David, when David um, ran towards him and he flung that rock and it hit Goliath in the head and he fell, David ran towards him and then he stood upon his back and he cut his head off. That was the end. (laughs) He cut his head off. And he held up his head. He had the victory. He had the victory because he came in the name of the Lord. He had the victory because it was in his faith. Through his faith, he won the victory. He was not shaking in his boots. He was not afraid of this giant, and he was a kid. He was a young boy, just 14 years old. But he trusted God. For the victory. Because that's when, you know, when Goliath told him, you know, what he was going to do to him, David said, well, this day, God going to give me your head. And God gave him Goliath's head. God is a God that he cannot lie. Our God will give us victory. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But a power and love and a sound mind. And in the last and evil days to stand, 
we must have, first of all, the whole arm of God on, and we got to have faith. We got to be able to stand for Jesus no matter what with a boldness. We cannot be afraid of our giants. We got to face them giants. Face them every day. Yeah, they're going to tell you what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and what they're going to do to you. They ain't going to do that. They're going to let them because they can only do what God allowed them to do. Whatever battle you're facing today, know that. You got to trust in God in the fight. You got to trust in God. And you don't have to fight dirty either. Stop trying to fight dirty. And don't fight evil, evil, and real for real. Don't do it. Don't fight dirty. Trust God. Don't do it. We got to trust God and be fearless in our faith. And stand for Jesus in these last and evil days. Know that God is with you. He will never leave you alone. No matter what you come, what come against you, he will never leave you alone. He went before David, and he will go before you. Because, see, the battle that you're fighting, that battle is not yours. And you're trying to fight it in your way. But give it to the Lord and let him fight your battle. This battle is not yours. You've got to give it to the Lord because it's his battle. They're fighting him. I would say never defy the army of God. Never rise up against God's anointed, his people. David was God's anointed. And David prevailed over the Philistines just with a sling and a stone. And he killed the Philistines. And as I said earlier, there was no sword in the hand of David. And see, when the Philistines knew that their giant, their champion, as they called him, had failed, failed to death. And so we have to realize and trust God. And know that when we're on the battlefield, we're on the battlefield for the Lord. And when we're engaged in battles, we have to fight, and we got to fight with faith. And even though, you know, um, the enemy may be bigger, the giants, it may be many of them, God is with you. You're going to have to fight your battle with the Lord. You want to fight your battle in faith. And you got to believe that God is able to do just what he said he can do. You know, because fear and faith, they don't work together. You either trust God or you don't. And you cannot be fearful of anything. We got to trust God and know that God is able to keep us in the matter, in the midst of whatever our battle may be. All of us are in some type of battle. Some of us are going through many different things. But know that your giant will fall. Do not stand in fear. Don't worry about your enemy. Don't worry about your hater because no weapon. 
that is formed against thee. It shall not prosper. Let not your heart faint, fear not. Do not be trembling, neither be terrified because of them, whoever your giants are, because giants do fall. For the Lord your God, he that goes with you and before you to fight for you against your giants and your enemies, we got to stand for the Lord and know that God is able to keep us from falling. Know that I, I don't know who your giants are. But I want you to encourage you to know that giants do fall. And they'll fall before your before your faith. You just be still and know that God is God. He's still the same God that he was in the day of David. And no matter who your giants are, and they're usually more than one, because sometimes they kind of cowed, you know, they got to come at you in a group. But you can stand alone with God on your side. Trust him. And believe what he says in the word. Just as he kept David falling to being destroyed from being killed, he would do the thing, same thing for you. You just got to believe and you got to stand in faith. You got to know that you already have the victory. And so that your enemies will know, as David's enemy knew, that it was the Lord's doing, it was at the Lord's hand that David won the victory. The Lord had done it. It wasn't David that did it, but the Lord had done it. The Lord had defeated the giant that rose up against the army of God and defied the army again. And I, I can't I can't express it enough. Do not defile the army of God. Do not come against God's anointed. A man or woman of God. Don't do it. If you don't believe in their ministry and who they are in God if you don't believe that God has called them, if you don't believe that God has called women, if you don't believe that she's a prophet, if you don't believe that he's a prophet, if you don't believe that God called him or her as a pastor, if you don't believe that God has anointed them to be an evangelist, a teacher, a deacon, or whatever they're doing for God, keep your mouth off the anointing. Touch not God's anointed and do his part no harm. Don't do it. Do not defile the army of the living God. Don't defile God's people. Giants do fall. And that's a warning. Touch not God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. Because just like Goliath fell, the enemies of God will surely fall. And they will fall to the earth, so don't do it. Touch not God's anointed. And do his prophet no harm. 
And I want to encourage the believers all around the world that God is with you. You got to trust him. You got to keep the faith. You got to stay focused on Jesus. You got to stay in prayer. You got to trust him no matter what. You got to keep the faith. Because, see, the victory is going to be won in your faith. And in God and through your faith will you win the victory because God is on your side. Don't be shaking in your boots. Don't be running from your enemy. And if you don't know what to do, talk to the Lord. He's there. If we would just spend that time and talk with him, he would show us and tell us what to do. So we got to trust him no matter what. We got to trust in the Lord and know that we already had, already got the victory. Just like David said, you know, the Lord that gave him the victory over the, the bears and the lions, and then God gave him the victory over Goliath, twice his side. So that means your giant may be much taller than you are. They might be much bigger and wider, but the tall and the tall is they are, and the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So you just trust God and keep believing and keep the faith. Amen. To God be the glory. Giants do fall. And I just thank God that he's a God that able to keep us from keep us from falling and give us the victory. So we got a mighty God that we serve. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to go ahead and do the invitation to Christ. If you are not saved, I want to encourage you to say this prayer with me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. And if you believe that he lived, died, and rose again just for you, say, Lord, I need you. Come into my heart and be my Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again. I believe that your body was broken for me. I believe that you shed your blood for me, that I might have life. I thank you for the shedded blood in your broken body. I thank you that salvation is free. Come into my heart. Just say, come into my heart and save me. And repent of your sin with a godless sorrow. And if you have given your life to Christ today, amen, I want to, uh, to encourage you to hit me up there on Watch the Truth on Facebook and leave your name and your contact information there, and I will get back with you. And also get with my leader so we can help you get discipleship and help you uh Get in that place, that right place with God. Amen. We don't want you to just uh, say a prayer and then just turn back to sin. We want you to walk in the way, live in the way, talk in the way, live your life for Jesus. And so we want to thank God for every soul that is saved, every soul that is healed, every soul that is delivered. And if you are a church goer, you have backslidden into the world, we want to encourage you to also to come today. And just simply say, Lord, save me. And I know many are on the church road, and they're truly not saved. 
they're church goers. And I hear so many people say, well, you're a church goer. We don't want to be church goer. We want to be saved because being a church goer and your name on the roll is not going to get you into heaven. You must be saved. You must be born again. So we want to encourage you to do that. And we want to encourage you to do that today. We want to encourage you to follow these ministries here on uh, Block Talk Radio. You can also follow them there on Facebook and their other many uh, social media platforms that they uh, are doing ministry. Um, we want to encourage you to do that. We want you to stay where you can get the truth of God's word so that you can receive the healing and deliverance that God sent Jesus for for you to have. We just we don't want you to just be out there. We want you to be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Amen. To God be the glory. So we thank God again for every soul that is saved. Then we want to um, we want to encourage you to uh, contact my leaders, Apostle um, Prophet Yvonne Round and Pastor Joseph Round. You can contact them on Facebook as well if you have given your life to Christ today. Amen. And they will also mentor you and coach you and help you get discipleship. Amen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the VOT announcement. And I do want to say this. Uh, get your Bible and begin to read your Bible. Get your King James Version uh, Bible. And if you need another translation, I would suggest the New Living Translation uh, to maybe help you understand it. But we want to encourage you to start in the New Testament, amen, so that you can start developing your relationship with Christ, amen. Now for the VOT announcement, Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power. We are on the air live at 6.30 every Sunday from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. is Martha Williams, Pathetic Corner is the first half of the hour power. She comes on the air live at 5.30 to 6.30 5 o'clock, excuse me, from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Block Talk Radio. On Tuesday night, we have for you one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle. They're on the air live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with one word from the Lord. I want to encourage you, if you need a mentor, you need a coach, you need a life coach, you need a marriage counselor, you need godly counsel, um, I want to encourage you to get in contact with them. And you can contact them there on Facebook. Amen. You can contact them there. Leave your contact information, and they will get back with you. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need one word from the Lord, and they will always come with a word of from the Lord that will help you on your Christian journey. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to the ministry. God is going to do a great and mighty work through the ministry. On Saturday, we have Faith Calm by Hearing with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askews, live and on the air at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. We want to encourage you to get connected to Elder's ministry and stay connected. And we want to encourage you to get connected to all of the ministry up under the leadership of of, of, uh, the leadership of Pastor and Apostle. Amen. We want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to follow every ministry. 
And we also want to encourage you that these ministries have been a blessing to you, which I know that they have. We want to encourage you to sow your your offerings and your tithes in this ministry. We don't tell you how much that you need to sow. Amen. Ministry is not free. Amen. Not even your Bible is not free. And Block Talk Radio is not free. So we pay for this service, this platform. Amen. So we want to encourage you to sow your seeds on good ground. And we are in a new year. So you want to get your seeds in the ground. Amen. And this is fertile ground. Amen. And I guarantee you, if you sow into any one of these ministries, you will get a harvest. Amen. To God be the glory. We do want to encourage you also to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. You can become a wild partner and you can contact anybody on the um, wild team and we will tell you how to do that for an offering of $25 or more. That will give you different types of perks. We'll pray for you. We'll pray for your family. Amen. We, you're on our prayer list. You'll receive different um, type of encouragement during the week, amen, and you'll get a call from uh, apostle and pastor if needed, amen, to God be the glory. So we want to encourage you to do that, and we encourage you, if you receive the word here, you receive deliverance, you receive healing, whatever they pray down, whether it's finances or whatever it is, or call in your husband or your wife, whatever the thing is, you need to sow your offering here. Amen. To God be all the glory. We pray that you be obedient unto that. I also want to encourage you, if you not have not purchased my new ebook, I Found It In Me, you can purchase that there on Amazon.com for two ninety nine. Amen. You can just Google it there. Uh, we want to encourage you to give a gift that will keep giving. Amen. And also, if you have not purchased my ebook, The Hard Reflection. We want to encourage you to do that as well. They're both good reads, Amen. And we, you can, you can um, also uh, purchase for family members. Um, it's a good gift. You know, a lot of times we give stuff to people and it don't really help them at all. You know, you give them to them, they're excited about it one day. But I believe that if you give them the work of God, if you give that them that kind of thing, it can change their whole life. So I want to encourage you to do that today. And you can go to Amazon.com. You can just put in my name, The Heart Reflection, or I found it in me, and you should be able to find me there on Amazon.com. So we want to thank God for you doing that, and we're going to get ready to get up here now for our benediction, now to him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us falling before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. You have a blessed weekend. The Lord say, Master, keep the faith. Know that God loves you, and I love you too here. Meet us here next week at the same place, at the same time, here on Block Talk Radio. We love you. Bye-bye.